Hello and welcome across the multiverse to Earth 894, an Earth ruled by the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Here on Earth 894, we discuss MCU news, reviews, commentary, rumors, and more across the multiverse. My name is Devin, and joining me, as always, Louis Tannerine. So serious. Why are you so serious right now? No, I'm not gonna lie. That was just my really shitty Loki impersonation. Ah. <laughs> okay. I was trying to get into it, and then it just got really into whispered and like, this is Morning Radio 89 FM, <laughs> yeah. the drive, where we talk about the latest and greatest hits in the suburban land industry. I know you were like so stoic. I don't know. How you doing? Pretty good, man. It's uh, been a wild ride. I, uh, you know, I've been transitioning into a new job, and so my hours and stuff have been a little different. However, it's been really great, loving it. But uh, Louis here has been the true MVP of the team because he's been fluid and being able to help me with my uh, whack ass schedule and stuff. So I've done um, literally nothing. <laughs> that's a lie. But um, actually, we are recording different now because Disney and Marvel were like, "Hey." Let's put this brand new uh, MCU series on a Wednesday night. Well, it's a Wednesday. Yeah, they originally, uh, people were reporting Wednesday night, and I was so happy when I, because, uh, you know, I watched the episodes crack ass at dawn, so I was really worried that it was actually going to come out at night. And I was like, man, I'm going to be too tired from work. I don't want to watch. I'll probably still watch it anyways, but I was glad it was. it just comes out on the day, not at the night. But, yeah, we can dive into it more. How are you, man? I am fine. I'm okie dokie, you know. Okie dokie, lucky. Living, living the dream. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. So, since we last spoke, you know what I'm going to ask you. What has been MCU for Lou? First, first and foremost, I always do the little jingle. And then I said, I'm pretty sure that's copyright infringement, but I can't remember what it's from. It's Febreze. Febreze. <laughs> it's Febreze? Yes. Honestly, who would have noticed? The Febreze commercials at the end, they go, be happy for free. Na, 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 na. So, I I can't remember the last time I saw a Febreze commercial. Oh, they're, uh, Febreze must know that I have a stinky house because all of my YouTube videos are Febreze forward. (laughs) That's funny. Um, MCU, man. Loki just came out, so we're going to talk about that at length. So we watched mm-hmm. that. I was pretty stoked. All of my all of my couple of friends were like, yeah, the show is dope. So I was excited for that. I follow the very talented Emily Sweetart on Shout out. Instagram. She made our logo. She was super excited for Loki. Other than that, I see little, like, after I catch up on Instagram, you know, it says you're all caught up. It always gives me stuff from like uh, Chris Evans for some reason. Oh, really? So it's always like very Avengers forward posts. And I always like mm-hmm. that. You had asked me for trivia questions about Loki. We're going to do Loki themed trivia throughout the series. Mm-hmm. And one of my questions to you was which Infinity Stone has Loki not come into contact with? Because throughout the end of Endgame, you know, he comes into contact with 
the power. I'm sorry. Let me let me the space stone from the tesseract, the mind stone from his staff, the reality stone from the whole Thor Dark World movie, the power stone from Thanos. And to my knowledge, that was it. So in my mind, he never saw the space stone or the soul stone. And then I was watching this episode and he opens the drawer and he just says, oh, you guys have infinity stones? And he just picks all of them up. And I was like, oh, there goes my question. So that was kind of a uh, funny thing from the week. Yeah, nothing really MCU-y, nothing really crazy any. But uh, how about you, Mr. Devin? What have you done this week? Yeah, so uh, there was a couple things. One being that I decided to get a little uh, creative in the kitchen, and I always wanted to bake something over the weekend. So I looked up some uh, Marvel-themed recipes and stuff like that, and what I ended up doing was I baked blue cupcakes with red icing, and I took black uh like another bottle of icing and i made uh webs on them so basically i made spider-man cupcakes that's pretty cool but how were they you know they're actually pretty good what flavor like white cake yeah it's just normal i make everything from scratch so it's just like a vanilla cupcake but i was tempted to i had a mix of like blue drink it's kind of funny. We we're talking about this before we start recording. It was from my blue milk recipe. Blue uh, <laughs> oh my god! I yeah, yep. Um, it did actually have like blue Powerade or blue like sports drink in it, and then some other things. And I was kind of tempted. I was like, hmm, maybe I should put this in the cupcake batter. I wonder if it would be like a a berry kind of cupcake flavor. It would probably. But be then gross. I was looking at it. Yeah, and also I forgot I've had it in my fridge for a month, so I dumped that. I was like, yeah, this probably isn't a good idea. But <laughs> I think I'm going to try like a blue raspberry next time. Mm, look at you. And then I found a really cool one, which I want to do. Um, I love cooking and baking whenever it comes to uh, more so baking. But I love baking whenever it has like some sort of like theme to it. So Star Wars, uh, Marvel, you know. So I was looking at more. Uh, I got a whole list of just MCU related baking uh food and stuff like that so my next thing is i want to try and do these infinity stone they're cookies or cupcakes i think they were cupcakes but basically there was like a way you had to do all this like sugar crystallization or whatever but yeah it's gonna be really cool i'm gonna work on it and uh when i have some i will let you know because i will bring some sugar is a pain in the butt so good luck with that yeah, I might try and cheat and just get like the the sugar rock candy and then just put it on. Yeah, that's. I was gonna do pop rocks. Sounds way easier because yeah, I watch a lot of cooking stuff and sugar is just you just get it really hot and then you play with very very hot sugar and try not to burn the living crap out of your hands. Aside from that, it's been MCU for me, but uh, there really isn't much news for this week <laughs> because pretty much the news yeah. has been Loki. We got new content. We do. However, I did just want to touch base. Uh, I have been watching a lot of videos of uh, over the last week. Avengers Campus in California, Disneyland, opened up. Mm. And I've been watching uh, some of the uh, like opening day stuff, uh, shopping, the, the food, the shows, everything. And so I will admit, 
I didn't realize it actually is a pretty small section of the park. However, it's pretty cool. They have the Spider-Man uh, like animatronic that they have webbing over a building and everything that looks so realistic and so cool. Um, you're going to see tons of Avengers, and there's so many Easter eggs listed on the, the campus. But the nice thing about this section of the park is that it's always going to involve uh, new heroes and just it's going to go through many different evolutions. But uh, yeah, so if you guys are curious, you should check out some videos of uh, just like opening day and going through the park and everything. There's some really cool stuff. But that's pretty much it. So, Louie, are you uh, are you ready to go into the spectral timeline? I'll show you where my desk is. You can start there. <laughs> it's the Tesseract. Be very careful with it. Sounds dumb. This place is a nightmare. What's another department? Now that department I'll help you run down. Yeah, we got a lot of new stuff with this show, man. I was very... I don't want to say confused or lost, but... Sometimes they were talking, and I was just like, what on earth is even happening right now? Yeah, this was, um, the show opens, right? And we get this cool, of course, like, this is what happened right at the end of uh, 2012 Avengers, like we saw in Endgame. But then this episode, and I'm I'm loving it, and I think, like, I, I gotta admit, this is so far my favorite, uh, and I've already told you this, but this is my favorite MCU show to come out on uh, Disney+. Plus. Loki is funny as hell, because the character has got a mischief. He's a prankster. He's a trickster. So like all the comedy, especially with Tom Hiddleston has just been, it's like, even on my second watch through it still hits. I was still giggling and everything. So when he lands in the first thing he sees in like Mongolia and he immediately looks around and he sees that there's literally like a soapbox he can go on with that rock. And so he get talked to three random people to doubt himself. It's, it's just so funny. And I love the character. What have your like uh, kind of just like general thoughts and feelings about the sh- uh, the show so far? How's it been? Um, I liked it for all intents and purposes. You know, um, yeah. not very action heavy. No, not at all. So, you know, I was a big fan of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier because I was a big fan of all the action stuff. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know. John Walker, my guy. Uh, so it was more you had to be paying attention and and really watching and listening. And I was constantly looking for clues and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, trying my best not to get distracted by Owen Wilson. You know, just waiting for him to say, "Wow!" wow. He did not the whole episode. Someone was like, hey, we're going to make a Loki Owen Wilson drinking game. Every time he does wow, we drink. We're going to get so sloshed after this episode. After the episode, they're probably like, what the? They're probably so parched. But yeah, I like, you know, Loki just, he's so full of himself and he gets sent to this. TVA. TVA. Yep. Time Variance Authority. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. But when I said TV in my mind, I was like, that can't be correct. TVA and TV. so so he goes to the TVA and he is basically nobody there, and uh, his his magic doesn't work, you know the Infinity Stones don't work, so he uh, he's yelling and screaming and you know 
almost like when he's yelling and screaming at the Hulk and the Hulk just slams them all over the place. It's like, it doesn't matter who you are here, man. I thought that was kind of funny. You know, he's like this high and mighty guy. Mm -hmm. You know, at one point he was like the biggest bad in the MCU. Yeah. And now he's like getting bossed around by Owen Wilson with no powers, you know? Well, no power. It's funny too. Yeah. Even he uh, says to himself, to, like not to himself, he says to the the judge when he's on trial, saying like, "Oh, the real people you need to blame are the Avengers. They're the ones who caused all this." And you're like, "Oh, well, why is it their fault?" He's like, "Well, probably went back in time to stop my uh, rise to godlike rule or whatever." Like even he's you know full of himself. He thinks like, "Oh yeah, they're probably going back in time to stop me," when, uh, dude. As you'll awkwardly find out a little bit later in the episode, you didn't make it that far to cause that. Nope. Yeah, but ah, oh, damn. So, like this whole TVA setting and environment. I mean, to me, it just screams retro. While it's hard to be retro because time is different, but like all that '70s kind of aesthetic and everything, it's it's really cool. I'm glad they didn't do like this whole, you know, like the futuristic weird stuff that's always looking like Men in Black or like an Apple store, just all white and all that. Um, so I'm really like all these color schemes and everything. It's really setting the tone for the show. What's your kind of like, uh, like, how are you feeling so far about what's going on with the show? I mean, do you think the TVA is just like, yo, what the hell? Like, is this too much? Do you think fans are going to latch on? Uh because, I mean, Marvel's really getting into this, like, multiverse uh, shenanigans. So do you think a lot of fans who are casual might be like, yo, this is too much for me? Yeah, I think the the casual fans aren't going to be mm-hmm. super into it. But it's just a lot to take in. And, you know, the first episode of stuff is always to set up for the rest of the show. So... If you if you were bored or anything during this one, and you know you watch till the end, you should be excited for future episodes. They seem like they're just very Men in Black esque. Like they want to just go in, erase everybody's memory, reset whatever was going on, call it a day, send you back to your own timeline. Mm-hmm. Help me out. The three, the three ultimate powers that made the timeline. They were called the time guides does that sound correct you know what i'm I talking about up. the three yeah i the time lords something like oh. that they were uh basically the most powerful beings that we've seen because they just have complete control over time and everything so mm. in order to finally get loki to be like on uh that's the word i'm looking for on track with what's happening he finally like finds the drawer full of infinity stones and the fact that they do nothing. They're powerless. They're just a bunch of rocks. The the gentleman, I can't remember his name in the show. Casey. Casey. He says, Dude, Casey is so funny. He says, yeah, the, some of the guys use them for paperweights, you know? Can you imagine if this was the first series after Endgame to come out? Yeah. That would have been be wild, like, what? man. Or like, if, what? Or if this came out before Endgame, you know? Jeez. The, the whole, all the movies that we've had, Sans, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, have been mm-hmm. very Infinity Stone-centric. 
And yeah. Not all of them, but like when you get to the nitty gritty of it all, it's like these infinity stones are a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then in one throw, not even a throwaway, but one part of this show, he's just like, he opens this drawer and there's just a bunch of them in there. And he's just like, what is this? Dude, I was not expecting that. Literally, like, I, I was like, oh, oh. I cheat and I, I would, I watch a hashtag watch mojo video after every episode of the Marvel shows. They always put out a 10 things you missed. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was very obvious that the Tesseract wasn't going to work because as soon as they walked into the TVA, the bright blue Tesseract just went and it became like mm-hmm. a little dark box it, it was clear it wasn't gonna do anything yeah pretty wild man it it, it made it what's the word i don't want to say humanized but it kind of uh brought loki down a few pegs yeah i think literally they needed something as powerful as the stones to see that they're powerless for loki to realize that this this ain't a joke man you're in a totally different atmosphere and realm and Things are different, and you have to. You can't just kind of be witty and be the power, most powerful person in the room. Like that. That was definitely grounding. Um, because then right after that, he finally makes his way back to his uh room that he was speaking with uh, Owen Wilson's character with, right? And then he kind of starts finding out his ult- ultimately like his fate, and um. I'm really glad they showed it because I was kind of curious that they were going to just end it after uh, the Avengers stuff, but him being able to react to uh, Frida's death and everything, no matter how hard or how tough or whatever Loki tries to do or act like, he is always going to be a mama's boy without a doubt. Oh, absolutely. They were. They both were. Yeah, you know? it's just Loki didn't want to. He wasn't open about it. Yeah, because he knew his mother always loved him, regardless of him being actually her son or not. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, oh, uh, Mobius. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yep, just, Mobius. Just makes me think of how I met your mother. Yeah. Um. He baits Loki in, and you know he he basically says that you're the reason that she's dead. Mm-hmm. And you know he thought he was sending them to go kill Thor or whatever. I don't remember Thor Dark World. Mm-hmm. Um, but he uh, he sends them where he thinks Thor is, but really it's it's his mom and. Then he's just like overwhelmed with guilt after he figures out that that's actually what happened and everything. And he goes on this freaking rampage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was pretty, pretty wild seeing like just the first episode, they sit him down and they go through his whole arc from the whole, mm-hmm. from the movies and what happened here and what happened there. To my knowledge, yeah. they didn't re they didn't reshow the Hulk slamming him all over the place though, right? No, they didn't. Mm. Probably no need to. Yeah, but you know, cheap Two shot, cheap laugh or whatever, you know. Yeah. So, 
something that was really cool and uh, definitely got a lot of uh, head scratch moments from me and other viewers out there for sure. So we're introduced to how the TVA handles these de uh, deviations within their sacred timeline, which um, they're called the timekeepers. I had it's I don't know why it took so long for me to look it up. I I apologize. Um, the timekeepers. No, nah, it was just. Really, like that shit was hard as hell for me to find for like the last 15 minutes. Um, but yeah, the timekeepers had the sacred timeline, which we learned about. But so, whenever a timeline has a like a variant, and that's when they have to go back and reset the timeline, which looks like they kind of just like nuke it, or I, I don't know what they do because they kept on cutting away after they uh like set the charge or whatever that like reset device is. And it pans away and it changes shots and all like that. So we don't actually see the aftermath of what happens. <laughs> so I'm actually really curious. I'm sure we're probably going to see the full effect of it later in the series. This is only six episodes, by the way. So we're already one out of five. But um, I want to know, does it like destroy the entire timeline? Does it just stop existing or does like uh, it go back to where the person uh or the person who became the variant where they went off path does it just bring it back to that point and corrects it like i don't know what are your thoughts on how it if if works? i were to guess if they for example if they reset the timeline for loki mm -hmm. you know if she hit him with the melty stick you know she hit a bunch of guys with the melty stick and they just mm -hmm. if she were to hit Rats. loki with the melty stick like it would have went back to Endgame, and he would have went to go pick up the Tesseract, and somebody would have caught him or something. So, like, mm -hmm. they said he wasn't supposed to get the Tesseract right. cube and, and vanish. So, it just changes the reality a little bit to make it what actually was supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. Which is he gets taken to Asgard, and then kills his mom and not not literally but you know Damn. what i'm saying that was a hot take man when mobius is like oh yeah you 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 killed your mom basically like you told him where to go and this is your fault yeah that's that's rough and uh it's harsh oh i do have a question for you yeah when we get to it um but I feel like that's what they, that's what would happen. It would just be just they send you back to where you messed up the timeline and something small changes that stops the timeline from being yeah. broken. Something irrelevant, something little, you know. It stops mm -hmm. and Hulk throws the door open and instead of the Tesseract falling out of the the suitcase it just stays in the suitcase or something like that you know yeah because i'm I'm sure it wasn't supposed to happen where tony gets the tesseract anyway because then he wouldn't have gone back to the 70s i want to say and go see mm. go see his dad and all that jazz you know we can go on forever but you know i just think it would be something similar to that Cool, cool. Um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I say I was just saying. Yeah, I think you. I think you're onto something. We'll see if they even show anything like that, but mm. probably. 
It would be a pretty messed up way to end the series, you know. They're like, oh, you yeah. know what? We we're gonna reset you anyway. Send him back, and he doesn't get the Tesseract. What? Um, you mentioned earlier that you would thought it was pretty funny with him doing the soapbox thing, or you were just laughing at him the whole time. Yeah. Uh, some funny moments that I can recall right now were like uh, when they get into the main area of the TVA and he runs away oh, yeah. and then she like hits that button and on his collar he comes back and he's like <gasps> and he runs away again and <laughs> yeah. brings him back and he's like oh my goodness or later on in the episode he puts the collar on I don't know if they give that nice lady a name uh, I believe she has a name but it's not like an actual agent name. something uh, I assume yeah. Hunter B15 Hunter B15 he puts the collar on her and she's just like and he just keeps resetting her she's like stop (laughs) it right now and And the funny thing too is he's literally just like you see him like wait a minute this does this this like he's learning but he's also like huh so that does that like oh Oh, man there's there's something else so as he's going through like the whole like you know like sign this is confirming this is everything you've already you like you've ever said what and then in the time all that oh, stuff do a lot of people not sequence. know that they're robots yeah and it was just like and i was like what happened if vision went through this what, what would happen if i did go through it and i am a robot you'd be <laughs> melted immediately well i'm not a robot so it'll be okay <laughs> he's also that hesitation like that's what i'm saying all that little stuff it's like it's a drama drama and then you forget like loki's funny he's he's humorous but- uh I liked when he was when he finally escaped Mobius mm-hmm. and he says uh he says Casey you give me my tesseract or I'm going to gut you like a fish. Says, what? What's a fish? What's a fish? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. How do you not know the where a fish is? <laughs> the actor who plays uh Casey his voice is hilarious. I guess he's like a pretty uh uh well-rounded uh voice actor. So I think that's why he sounds so cartoony, but like, he literally is like, and then he told me he was going to gut me like a fish or something like what that. Is, what is a fish? He's like, like, at least I don't know what I'm being threatened as. He said, it's just death. Violent, slow death. Like, ow. And then he also said like when he first uh, gets checked into the TVA and he's like, he's like, what is this thing? And he's like, that's a test rack that it's the most powerful. You don't destroy it. He's like, well, that sounds stupid. <laughs> it's just like his, Oh my god, I'm loving Casey. Yeah. Casey is like uh he's like uh agent uh Jimmy Woo. Yeah, hopefully we get more of him. We'll see. Yeah, I really hope he's in more episodes because God, he was so funny. He was one of my favorites. But what I was gonna say is um so when Loki's going through that whole like check in sequence before he gets the uh to the judge and everything, do you notice that he's falling? Each set, it's a fall, fall, fall. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I've been falling for 30 minutes. <laughs> He's falling again. That is uh, that is honestly my favorite Loki line in all the movies is, I've been falling for 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, yeah, man. I feel like there's something else that I wanted to point out of an Easter egg, but we'll come back to it. Um, so I had a question. It's going to shift gears into more of this, like, I want to talk more about this um, sacred timeline that the timekeepers 
like navigate, protect and everything, right? So we understand that the whole purpose of the TVA is to make sure that the sacred timeline is intact. Whenever a timeline uh, has a branch that's approaching almost like a red line is what they called it, um, they have to go in, figure out the source of it, uh, and then they get rid of it because there was a bunch of variants, as they explained, uh, a bunch of variants led to the multiversal war which was almost catastrophic and then the timekeepers are trying to reel it all back in right yeah this so basically the secret wars probably yes that's how i was going i apologize no no you're good see see we're connecting <laughs> all like ken feige said it's all connected so we already know multiverse of madness or mam is coming for dr strange too <laughs> It's mom. <laughs> DS mom. DS tu madre. Um, <laughs> okay. Shit, I lost a train of thought. <laughs> That's why there's an edit button. But Doctor Strange 2 is going to be Multiverse Madness. And now they're talking more about the multiverse than this. There's a lot going on, which gets me really excited because MCU is going to be bonkers moving forward. But um, I, I had a question that I want to throw out there. So. Going back to Infinity War, when Doctor Strange is going through and he's doing the whole and he's like going through the multiverse, seeing all the timelines, right? And he reveals that there is only one, uh, one timeline where they won, right? In fourteen billion, some odd. Yeah, it was insane. So there's only one timeline that they actually succeeded in beating Thanos I always thought that was weird because I was like how out of that many possibilities there's only one that actually wins like there's gonna be gotta be something crazy where like I don't know someone forgets to eat a a banana that day that leads to a chain of reactions that eventually leads to Thanos never being born right stuff like that well just poor example but (laughs) well with me so now that we know about this whole uh concept of the sacred timeline was the only reason there was only one timeline that he was able to find that they remain or they actually emerge victorious? Was that the sacred timeline? Wow. Or am I sounding weird? No, I, I, you're sounding fine. I just, uh, I don't know. I feel like as far as the sacred timeline goes, that's just everything that's happened is supposed to happen. So him losing his mind there, him seeing the fact that there's 14 billion possibilities him saying there's only one outcome Mm -hmm. and then them playing out the one outcome perfectly and so on and so on makes it the, the sacred timeline. However, if they were supposed to lose, according to the time keepers, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then he would have said there's only one winning possibility. And then they would have not done that one and, you know, so on and so on. So I don't mate. I think the sacred timeline doesn't just necessarily mean what's correct. It's just what is supposed to happen according mm-hmm. to said timekeepers, whoever those guys are. Yeah. I wonder if I wonder if we'll actually see them. I would assume so. 
but at some point, right? Who knows? Like, is I guess I can get into this. So, uh, Mobius is basically like his grand scheme of recruiting Loki is that he needs Loki to stop Loki, which kind of saw that coming. Spoiler alert! I haven't watched the last five minutes yet, man. Awkward. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Loki fighting himself. He keeps mentioning how he's like, how do you guys have the authority or the power to control someone's destiny? Blah, blah, blah. Or like control, dictate the timeline. So the whole point is it's almost like Mobius is trying to figure out why Loki is like the different version of Loki is trying to destroy everything or whatever they're doing. So I kind of wonder if this uh, more evil Loki, we'll call him for now, um, I wonder if their whole purpose is that they're trying to like actually seek an audience with the timekeepers, like get face to face, like ruin so much stuff that they have to like address him or answer him or the ultimate mischief is starting another war. You know, I, I don't you, know. You've thought about this more than I have. That's interesting. Well, all this time stuff is messing with me, man. Cause like, the sacred timeline, why are they choosing why they're choosing? Because it almost makes me feel like a lot of the, like, so they establish everything that's supposed to happen is because the timekeepers, like, dictate it, right? They, like, they're controlling what's supposed to happen. Yeah. So it's almost like, is it really free will, you know? It's like, is, like, I, I mean, I, I don't know. A lot of stuff is, like, when you see the Avengers overcoming Thanos and they completely re reverse the snap and they do all this crazy stuff. Well, if it's just going to happen, like inevitability, right? Mm -hmm. I'm inevitable. Dread it, run from it. All that wacky stuff. So yeah, to me, I feel like it takes away the significance of like actually those achievements. Yeah. If it's just, they said, Oh yeah, these guys are going to do it. Yeah. I mean, it kind of is what's happening. Yeah. You know? So Wait. that bums me out a little bit. Yeah. But we're only one episode in, so it could totally be different. Yeah, well, you know, we could be talking out of our bums. But yeah, that was uh, the whole variance thing is interesting. I'm sure we'll get more variance talked about. I mm -hmm. heard. Wow. I watched that video today. And they said something about a scroll. Yeah, did you see the scroll in the beginning? I didn't. So when he's uh, getting checked in, it's it's a blinking and miss it. Um, so when Loki is being brought in by a uh, hunter B one five or B fifteen, yeah. Um, there's a scroll and another hunter right at the counter mm. talking to Casey. It's literally like he's walking, and then you're gonna see them at the counter, uh, almost like on the right side of your screen. And then it's a different shot, and I think they like walk away, or you can't even see the back of his head. So the, but yeah, it's really quick. There's your scroll. Oh yeah, there's our scroll for the episode. I wonder if we'll get a scroll each episode. That would be interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. That'd be the truth. Uh, Secret Wars, man. No, that's Secret Invasion. Oh, I apologize. Yeah, the Secret Wars is more to do with the uh, the multiverse. So a lot of secrets. My question to you, mm -hmm. which is an honest to goodness question, because I don't, 
I I honestly don't know what was happening. Um, Loki finds his ticket so he doesn't get evaporated to nothing. Mm-hmm. And then he goes in front of the judge and the judge keeps calling him Mr. Something. It's not... Oh, yeah, the last name, it's right? It's not Odinson. It's not anything I've heard. Any idea yeah. what that last name was or why she was using it? So I apparently his full name is Loki Odinson nay Lefoyson. Lefoyson. Okay. And that's Lefoyson. the name they were using? That's the name I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. But let me look this up. I feel like I need to clarify that too. Cause yeah, because I was like, wait a minute, have So you noticed it too, attention? because I was just like Yeah. Where does she get this name from? Well, while you're looking uh, that up, I'm going to talk a little bit. Um, cool. Earlier, we did our MCU for you piece. For those of you listening, while Devin looks stuff up, I forgot my lovely wife and I had our anniversary, and we decided we were going to watch a movie. We were going again. We were going to order Cruella. We did not do that because we were both tired and knew we wouldn't finish it. So we watched Raya the Last Dragon. On Disney Plus. If you've never watched Raya the Last Dragon, it is just shorter animated Avengers Endgame. Convince me otherwise. That's what it is. Really? Have you seen it? I haven't yet. So without huh. going too far into it, um, a lot of people get turned into stone. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people have to come together with their magical rocks to... Save all the people that are stone. Sounds like a lot of people get dusted away into nothing, and then a lot of people have to come together with their magical rocks to bring back the people that were dusted away to nothing. Hmm. So I like I don't want to like give it away or anything, but it was very Avengers end gamey. Mm-hmm. At least I, I looked at Hannah and I was like, You getting end game vibes from this? She goes, Yeah, a little bit. So huh. MCU for you in the middle of the episode, Ray of the Last Dragon, Avengers Endgame, Light. All right, Devin, you were looking something up. I don't remember what it was because I had to go on a tangent. Oh, it was uh, Loki's last name. Did you find what you were looking for, my friend? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I found a really shitty article who's just trying to use keywords, so I finally found the answer eventually, so... For all of you marketing people, you you understand my uh, griefing right now. But um, so I guess Loki's frost giant father is named Lafoy, Laufey, Lauf, basically L A U F E Y, yeah. And then the uh, you know how they say Odin's son, all like that. Uh, the Norse tradition of adding son to the end of a name for a child. So if you combine Lafoy and then Son, that's why you're getting Lafoy Son for his last name. Fair. Because but also that's like one of these articles that wasn't really Well, it makes sense. Speaking to me. It makes sense. Because I had no idea what she was talking about. Yeah. And he just kept answering her and I was just like 
what is happening? Am I too dumb for this? Am I too, like, I am a co-host on a podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I have no idea why she's calling him this. You know, man, it's, I think a lot of people are in the same boat, like, wait, what? So, yeah. Um, the judge, I was ta- talking to you a little bit, spoilers for upcoming movies if you are like me and like to keep everything hidden from yourself. Here's a little bit mm. of a a uh, Marvel Easter egg. The judge is a lover and or friend of Kang the Conqueror from the comic books, who is apparently going to be the main antagonist in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So we might get more of the judge mm-hmm. in said movie, which means the judge right now is stuck in, in the TVA and the Time Variance Association. So apparently this whole time thing and the multiverse and everything is going to be pretty big going going on anyway. So it sounds like anything that you like that's uh, just pretty grounded, like the Ant-Man movies where they don't have a lot to do with what else is going on, get ready, mm-hmm. strap in, we're going into the multiverse hashtag earth eight nine four on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kang is going to be pretty wild. That's we'll have to do an episode or something on that because that's, that's some crazy stuff. And I do some research cause there's like some uh, back to the future concepts going on. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Louie, do you remember when we were talking about WandaVision? Nope. There's a certain character that a lot of people were like, confirmed, confirmed. This Mr. M guy, he's dude, here, they he's confirmed here, he's here. him, dude. Dude. What did you for, man? Okay. That was the first thing I texted you. That's not the first thing. So to the, to the scene, I would have thought the exact same thing. However, I'm going to play uh, Mephisto's advocate here. So the scene we're referring to is when uh, Mobius is in uh, first introduced and he's in that cathedral in like 1490 or 1590 something. And um, he's speaking with that child about like who came here, or who gave you this stuff and who's been here. And she points to stained glass and there's a devil and it's got horns, everything, you know. So it's like, Mephisto wow, confirmed. okay, exactly. Like, if that's not Mephisto, I'm about to put my fisto through my screen. Uh, yeah, okay. Through my screeno. <laughs> screeno. Uh, but yeah, so this is where I got to chime in and play the advocate. So, in a recent article uh, or interview with um, the actual showrunner director for uh, Loki, um, I believe her name is, uh, let me get that right, Kate Heron. Uh, who apparently everyone on Loki, like the cast crew, everyone has been like really saying that she's like a godsend because she came up with this show and she was having her agent call Marvel like nonstop every day because she had the perfect Loki project in mind. So a lot of this is her like uh, brainchild. So um, yeah. So her quote was um, regarding the stained glass and Mephisto uh, presence in the show. She goes, end quote, It's honestly just a super weird coincidence. Like, it's generally a reference to Loki. The horns, he was cast out of heaven, that's what it's a reference to. 
I did see all the stuff about that online, and I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> uh, but no, it's more relevant to the themes of our show, and it's not a nod to that character. Sounds like something you'd say if you'd want to confirm Mephisto, even though he's confirmed. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it, which, you know, like, I, I, mean, I, 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 I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I th- I'm predicting we're going to get Mephisto at some point or another. Like, he's actually going to be in here, but I think they really have to settle in everyone first. Because if they just start throwing out, like, here's this crazy-ass character here's this wild character here's a multiverse here's this here's that without like getting us at least uh kind of uh familiar with what's going on i think they're going to lose a lot of their audience so i think mephisto is going to be a, one of the big bads down the road but don't quote me on that i'm not gonna quote you buddy but watch the next episode to get mephisto yeah just open it's like up. oh who are you he's like oh my name's a. Uh, Mephisto. It was Mephisto after all. It was all along. All along. All along. Um, yeah, but yeah. What was I going to say to you, Devin? I don't know, Louie. One of the most interesting parts of this episode, of this series so far, because it's only been one episode, was Mobius sitting Loki down and he's got like the the cool this is your life atron and he's mm-hmm. playing loki's life through uh through this like hologram almost also yeah. before i dive in um loki gets mad and he throws a chair at the thing and then he mm-hmm. stands up and then he <laughs> he puts him back and then Loki oh, yeah. goes back into the chair, but the chair's gone. And he said, sorry, it only works on you, not the chair. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. Also, so he's he's taking him through his life, and he's really trying to get an understanding of Loki's mindset because, obviously, you find out later on they're hunting a different Loki, a variant Loki, if you will, who's mm-hmm. been killing all the agents, spo- or hunters, spoiler alert. Um. But it was it was pretty cool just seeing like Loki reacting to what has happened in his life and mm-hmm. and at the beginning it was like just stuff that he remembers, stuff that he had done. And then a really cool thing that we got, a nod to uh mm. our own earth, if you will, was him. I'm trying to uh, word this correctly. Mobius was talking to him about his escapes. You know, he's so mischievous Mm -hmm. and then he just, and then he's gone. You know, he's, he's this perfect Houdini type, you know, he, he Mm -hmm. he causes all this mayhem and then he leaves, you know, and you'll never see him. For a lot of people, when you think about that, you think about one of the most famous, uh, one of the most famous movies of our generation without a paddle. Do you remember that movie? I do, but I haven't seen it so long that I can't remember. Oh, without a paddle, they went hunting for D.B. Cooper's treasure. Okay. (laughs) Because D.B. Cooper was this guy in the 70s who, that's just a name that he was given, who hijacked a plane and then he made off with like 
millions of dollars and nobody knows where the money is nobody where knows where he is nobody knows anything so yeah a fun little nod that this show made was like loki was the one and he scared the ever loving crap out of this lady you know he said he's got a bomb and she gave him all this money and then he dives out of the plane and then heimdall sends down the rainbow bridge and sucks him back into uh asgard okay. yep and then owen wilson goes wow i can't believe you were db cooper he didn't say wow but <laughs> he said i can't believe you were db cooper and he's like oh i lost a bet to thor shut up i was I was young then. It's like, it was, like that was so funny. It was in the seventies, man. You were young in the seventies. You were an old ass man. You're still an old ass man. Shut up. Yeah, that was that was funny. It's like, wow, they just retconned our own history. Yeah, they just shoehorned <laughs> DB Cooper in there. Yeah, that was that was funny. So yeah, that was pretty cool. And then Tom Hiddleston got to have his own actual hair in the in the thing. He didn't have to wear the. Mm-hmm greasy loki wig shout out wash your hair loki i might i might be alone this but i think loki looks better with the long hair you're probably uh, not alone everybody in tom hiddleston looks better with long hair everybody and their sister loves loki you know he's he's like uh i am a god yeah so i don't know he looked like he was he was you know it looked like he was ready to go to Skull Island and start start uh, chopping <laughs> dinosaurs in half with a machete, you know. <laughs> it's all connected. Um, Mephisto confirmed. So, so it might not be Mephisto doing this because they're telling us Loki. However, there's a couple things. I have a theory, which is probably a little more common. That this Loki that's causing all this mischief around these different uh, branches of the timeline. I believe that, yeah, it is Loki, but I think it's Lady Loki. Lady Loki. Loki, I think it's Lady Loki. Why? What makes you say that? Because, contest clues. So, we know, uh, I don't know if you've been seeing like, some of the news around here. They confirmed that Loki's... Uh, um, uh, gender is oh, fluid. Oh yeah, he's gender fluid, not he. And I guess that's more uh, Loki is gender fluid. I should say. I, yeah, and I guess that's more of um, an accurate representation of his character in the comics. And there, one of the comics, there's a lady Loki. And so, with what they were posting uh, for like uh, press and everything with Marvel and all like that, they had Tom Holland next to this woman, uh, this actress. So I'm gonna pull her up really fast. Um, where. I don't mean to interrupt having... you. Tom Holland, mm-hmm. Spider-Man, or Tom Hiddleston, Loki? Did I just say Tom Holland? You said Tom Holland. Jesus Christ. So did you mean Tom Hiddleston, Loki? Yes, I meant to say That's Tom okay. Hiddleston. Okay, so Tom Hiddleston. I forgot, T-H. You're fine. Speaking of. You're fine. Tom, little, uh, Tom Hiddleston that? next to an actress. Thank you. Uh, did you actually see that? Uh, well, I'm looking this up. Did you ever look up that? Uh, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon where uh, Chris Pratt was being interviewed and they had Tom Holland in the audience. He was like, hey, who's your favorite uh, co-star? Because they had the Pixar film together. Uh, Onward. Yeah, Onward. And he was like, oh, this guy. Uh, Okay, well, how about this actor that you've worked with in Marvel? He goes, 
oh this one he's like okay uh and he keeps going around the line he's like who's your favorite uh you know british actor he goes like ah easy benedict cumberbatch he goes and you know tom hollins is getting more pissed like okay uh, how about ones with initials th that's british he goes oh i tom hiddleston (laughs) and tom holland is just looking like so defeated it's such a good like little skit it's so funny you gotta watch it if you haven't seen it because this yeah it's just funny anyways uh as i haven't even looked this up for what i was looking for but the actress they keep uh posing next to tom hiddleston that's hiddleston um she looks a little bit like him and the thing is the way she's being posed and like shown in like the press junkets and stuff it's not just like this is the photo you would do of just her main actor it's about loki right so if it didn't involve lady loki as being the the one he's they're trying to chase after it would just be him and this is my theory it would just be him standing alone in these photos but it's him and her like within like uh some foot distance between each other but it's those two together not one but it's those two and no other actors from the show not owen wilson no 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 so um that's why i'm predicting that lady loki is the one that they're after and i am still struggling to find her name this is ridiculous i don't know how to search stuff anymore well while you're searching i'm gonna bring up a little fact Mm -hmm. that in the comics in one of the multiverse one of the alternate timelines loki does indeed go down to hell and he mm-hmm. becomes the ruler of hell and it's then, metal as fuck and then he has a son who calls himself the son of satan so in that sense loki was like the devil which mm-hmm. would explain why that little Oh god, I'm drawing a blank. Was it Stained a little glass boy or a little girl? Uh, I don't know to be honest. I don't remember. The little person, child. the child, <laughs> pointed to the devil on the thing. Also, mm-hmm. Owen Wilson had this really dope toy where he drew a stick figure and then the kid tapped on it and then he was just walking in real life. I was like, dude, give me ten of those. That is awesome. That kid was like, this is cool, but I thought that could have been like it's a demon yeah and yeah. uh yeah we uh, find out that, that oh i'm sorry you found it actress's name is sofia di martino i apologize that took me way too long oh it's okay yeah and also if you look on imdb she doesn't have a name of her character but she's up there on the list yeah so i'm predicting it's lady loki maybe that's what they want you to think Although you're the only person I've heard say that. Although I don't look around at uh, what's happening very much. I'm going to send you a photo and you're going to be like, oh, okay. And okay. Uh, Devin just sent me a photo of his balls. Gross. And we'd like to take this time to speak about our sponsor for this week's episode. My, okay, no. <laughs> Manscaped. <laughs> nah, dude, there's Hashtag this- sponsor us. There's, I don't know if you've been seeing, but there's some uh, really scammy company out there that's literally a knockoff of uh, Manscaped. It's literally just called, like, Shave My Balls. 
and we keep getting spam uh messages in our dms on instagram saying like hey i looked over your account it is good contact this company that wants to do a sponsorship you'd be good i'm like oh thank you person with seven thousand followers no posts and no uh following but yeah uh, anyways that's that's our uh psa for the week gotta love being a band no it's for the podcast instagram oh for our podcast yeah I, it's in it's in like the i deleted already i already reported but we've gotten like mm-hmm. six of them since we started so yeah oh yeah i found her yeah right we'll see man maybe that's like uh loki's frost giant mom you don't know i don't know now that's a twist who knows He's sad about his his Asgard mom. Why did I say it like that? His Asgard mom. Asgard mom. I was gonna say Asgardian mom, but instead I said Asgard, which didn't sound right. Um. Yeah, it works. I mean, you're probably right. I don't want to bring you down, but I'm just trying to make it. No, you're okay. Make it fun. But that was a pretty intense scene at the end there, didn't you think so? Where uh, the cloaked figure. Lights the mm-hmm. oil on fire and they all burn. Yeah, this person is no joke. This version of Loki, they're brutal. That got pretty dark. It reminded me of Harry Potter. When they like, really? You know when they're in the field and they light the the field on fire and they're all running around. Oh yeah, yeah. What is that Half Blood Prince? I think so. I don't even watch Harry Potter. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, it was pretty intense. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting because they're so good at like catching these variants, and that's their whole job. And and Loki is so dangerous and scary that they get to him, and then he just mess. Well, I shouldn't even say he, but Loki just messes them up immediately. Mm-hmm. So it makes you think like Loki knows or has tried it before. Mm-hmm. And now is more prepared or something. It's going to be interesting. I'm I'm interested. This seems more of a like a like a mystery type show or like there's not going to see that. Like there's not going to be a lot of action. There's Loki's not a big action guy anyway. Uh, WandaVision was like a. How do I describe WandaVision? It was like a like a fun TV style show where you had to really it really like twisted your mind up and everything. It's kind of like a dramedy sitcom. So I think this is going to be more on the WandaVision plane. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be like a What's happening here? What's happening there? You know, stick, stay around till next episode. Check it out. This and that. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty excited for what's to come. Yeah, I'm so excited for when we get that first wow, wow. If we don't get a wow, I'm gonna be so upset. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's a that's a counter. We. We count down the minutes until we get an actual wow, and then we'll timestamp it. <laughs> so, 
do you think one of the timelines that we're going to get is going to be like all of the characters we don't have yet? What if it goes to Fox X-Men? Yeah. Just like that Deadpool 2 scene where you see them all in the background. Who is in Fox's X-Men? Uh, actors or are you talking about no, uh, there, characters? There's like Cyclops and... Rogue. Oh. Storm. Storm. Beast. Beast. Uh, uh, Nightcrawler. Yeah, Nightcrawler was in it for... Magneto, uh, Professor... Oh Dude, God! I fucking walked it. Morgan Wolverine. <laughs> I can't believe I actually fell for it's that. It's happening. I was like, "Does he really not know?" <laughs> like the characters. Uh, God damn it! That was good. That was good. And uh, maybe like, God forbid, maybe we get like a Fantastic Four reference in this damn thing. Just waiting forever for some Fantastic Four. Give me it. So gonna be interesting to see if they do anything with the timelines you know show yeah. different stuff i don't to, to my knowledge i don't think they got any of the the head stars from the shows to be in this so i doubt they're gonna do like a crazy timeline where thor is this or where captain america oh, is like that. A what if yeah almost like a what if but you know what i'm saying yeah. So, Which I think What If is actually finally coming in August. Ba-ba-bum. You know what else Which is I'm in August? For. Our birthday. Hashtag Earth894. Heck yeah. <laughs> Plug our birthday. Um, <laughs> yeah, I kind of wonder because we got the Rhodes, uh, Rhodey, uh, in uh, the previous show, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then, you know, WandaVision got a few. So that's a good question. We're probably going to get someone. Hmm. Who would you predict? Who would you predict? You're putting me on the spot. Who are we going to get? It's got to be somebody not. I have a prediction. Who do you think? Loki gets a Frida moment. They're going to bring Frida back to have a a sincere moment. That's a good one. That's a very good one, actually. Because Thor got his endgame closure. I wonder if Loki would too. That's a very good. That's a very good one. Thank you. I like that because she's not crazy, A-list. You know, impossible to get yeah. to do a show. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of somebody from a different show. The closest I got was Nebula, and I have no idea why mm. I went to Nebula. That doesn't really. Well, they never met, right? Uh probably not. No. Doesn't make sense, but. You know, maybe a Talos, just because of the scrolls of it all. That would be kind of cool. Ooh, ooh. So we're gonna we're gonna see. I'm pretty excited for the next one. You know, this isn't a this isn't a turn it on and get pumped kind of show. This is a turn mm-hmm. it on and pay attention kind of show. You know, you bring up a good point. I didn't think about scrolls are good at what. Shape shifting, yes, illusion. Who wants to be king? Who would be the perfect god king of mischief for those who can literally disguise themselves? Wolverine. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Thank you for listening to tonight's episode. Go. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Stop doing that eye thing where you look like you're like oh, you're onto something, and then it's Wolverine. <laughs> ass <laughs> oh um 
That's my. That's my. Okay, that's my. This is my. That's hilarious. I'm putting on my uh, uh, uh my uh, my uh, my horny hat. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god. Oh. I can't edit that one out. Oh. Uh, my uh. Your Loki. It's his helmet with his horns. How about the Loki helmet <laughs> instead of your horny hat? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, yeah, yeah. You know what I was talking about, though. Um, God, I'm an idiot. Uh, so, <laughs> I put on my thinking cap here. I'm gonna say my crazy theory prediction is that Lady Loki is leading the potential invasion of Secret Wars. She's going through all these different timelines. She's messing with stuff, and she's gonna be recruiting scrolls, and they're gonna get the bad scrolls. And then those scrolls and her are gonna infiltrate, and then it's gonna be uh, going back to um, uh, Sword or whatever uh, uh, Fury is doing in space, and he's gonna be like Mother Flurkin, and then we're gonna get the whole Secret Wars. That's my prediction. And Loki, I think, is actually supposed to be multi-season, not a limited series. So, oh. That is my uh, Loki helmet prediction. Well, we do know Loki is very good at leading. He did lead the um, the people out of Sakar. You know, he led uh, Korg and mm-hmm. Meek and them out of Sakar. So, if Lady Loki is half as good a leader as regular Loki, he also led the Chitari on New York. Yeah, so he's good. He bridges the gaps between planets, you know. Um, Dude, we can get Stellan Skarsgård in this show. Probably. I don't know how, but we haven't seen him since Thor Dark World. Let's get some Stellan Skarsgård in this show. I want his underpants. Uh, what is uh? <laughs> do you have any wild theories? <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea what's going to happen in this show. It's yeah. It's weird to me to have a Loki show with no Thor in it at all. That's true. I to my knowledge, yeah, they mentioned him. So I was going to say, to my knowledge, they didn't even mention him, but they have. Yeah. But just they couldn't have maybe him show up in a scene. Yeah, but like a new scene. You think he would do that? That'd be. Yeah, I think he would. It's just more so. Plus they were no COVID. Plus they've been filming Thor: Love and Thunder. They just wrapped yeah. it, so. Yeah, do you see the size of. Yeah, Hemsworth's he's, arms. He's gorgeous. That is a gorgeous man. We're gonna. His arms literally look like five of me put together. Yeah, he's awesome. Those were insane. Um, if I had to make a prediction for you, mm-hmm. I have no idea. I'll be honest. I don't know what's gonna happen. Bold prediction. Hot take. Uh, your your prediction was good. I don't have anything close to that. Thank you. Like, it's it's our prediction. It's our show. It's our prediction now. You helped me well, get there. Like I said, a bold prediction. I don't think this is going to happen, but you know, they go through everything, and Loki helps Mobius and the TVA stop other Loki, and then they say, "Cool, thanks for the help, Melty Stick," and then he melts, yeah. and then. Avengers Endgame plays. He doesn't get the Tesseract. What is going to happen in season two? 
you know. But maybe he it starts all over. But maybe again. he gives you like a like a wink, like he remembers everything that just happened, or yeah. something like that. And okay. Then, nice. Who knows? That yeah, that would be a, a bold prediction. I don't really think that's going to happen, but mm. it wouldn't surprise me if it did. Yeah, I'm with you. And, you know, my big thing about, like, uh, once Endgame, uh, watching for the first time, we see Loki just disappear, I was like, yes, they're keeping him. Well, now at the show, I don't know. I don't know if he'll actually ever be able to return to something outside of the TVA or be able to live on in the rest of the MCU. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just glad we're still getting more Loki because I have grown really fond of the character, mainly because of uh, Hiddleston portraying him. It's just so well. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. But one thing to look forward to is that there is going to be a lot of time traveling and everything going around with the show. So we're going to be going to some really cool time periods, which I'm excited for, to just see Loki in all these different settings and environments. And um, I think some images did show a couple things. Uh from months back so man okay i have another prediction and then i'm done i think he's gonna go back to the uh 30s and 40s era and i think he's gonna meet steve rogers pre old super serum superhero soldier super soldier serum because how many times has he impersonated captain america a lot exactly that that'd be my funny cameo character it'd be steve rogers that would be insane to get chris evans steve rogers in loki and not in the falcon and the winter soldier that'd be kind of messed up wouldn't it yes that would be maybe he runs into him with this travel of all the stones Ooh. probably not though probably not <laughs> Okay, I gotta stop before this. This this you know this this hat I'm wearing is getting a little too heavy for me now. Horny hat. <laughs> I can't believe. <laughs> I was so oh, at horny. We had a trivia question on Tuesday. We are recording yeah. today is Thursday because of the new um schedule. But the question was which of the following is not a nickname for Loki. You know, Loki calls himself lots of things, and it's fun. Calls himself mm-hmm. lots of things. You know, the god of mischief, the trickster god. You know, he's the prince of Asgard. But, you know, nobody's ever really called him the prankster god, to my knowledge. If I'm wrong, I apologize. That was my question. And as soon as I figure out how I can figure out who's who answered correctly, I will let you guys know. I got it pulled up here for you. Go ahead. So we did have uh, eight people answer. And thank you guys for uh, participating. Hope you guys enjoy it. So the prankster god was the correct answer. So shout out to Ocampo Custom, Jeff Duckman, vote me for God, underscore Nick, underscore Hoffman, Louis, underscore Tonerini. That's me! <laughs> and is it GC Malashevsky? Yes, that's Greg good job greg good job guys so yeah be on the lookout we're gonna have more uh loki themed um 
trivia. Yes. We came up with some really good ones, so we are set for the coming weeks. Stick around for the Instagrams. We're going to keep on keeping on with the Loki theme. Mm-hmm. With the upcoming shows and everything. And uh, we've got some exciting stuff in the minds of Devin and I. So stick around, hang out with us. You know, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, reach out. We're more than willing to talk to any fans, you know. Um, yeah. Give us a follow on Instagram or Facebook at uh, Earth894 Podcast. There you go. I was going to say at Losers Podcast, which is not correct. You can follow Wrong. that too. We got we got the variant. We got the variant. Yeah. yeah like Louis said, uh, we love uh, chatting and connecting. So any way we can engage with everyone, we enjoy it. So yeah, give us feedback, follow us, have a conversation. So uh, looks like the show is going to wrap up, uh, Loki show that is, on July 14th. That'll be uh, six weeks of Loki. So um, I'm, I'm pretty stoked for the rest of our Loki month. So with that being said... It's time to uh, go back to the sacred timeline that Earth 894 is clearly a derivative of. And we're going to wrap up for this week's episode. So uh, thanks again. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Hope you're enjoying Loki as much as we are. And we will be back next week to dive into episode two. Episode two. Wolverine. Be very careful with it. Sounds dark.